Hi there, I'm Erin Kraber. I'm a marketing professional with a passion for building a community of industry-leading women navigating careers and motherhood at the same time. Every week, I'll be sharing tips and tricks to help women grow their local businesses, build their personal brands, and be leaders in their communities, and sharing the stories of women who make it happen while keeping the kids healthy and the house still standing. This is a place for honest conversations among women about business and motherhood. Welcome to Motherhood Merged. Welcome in for today's episode of Motherhood Merged. I am excited you are here. This is episode 14 of this podcast, and it's so great you decided to tune in today. I'm your host, Erin Kraber. If you're new here, the Motherhood Merge podcast is all about the intersection of your life as a professional woman with your mom life. It's my mission to build a community of amazing women doing amazing things in their careers, in their businesses, and in motherhood. One of my objectives is to cut down on the overwhelm that comes with all the different hats we wear. Feelings of overwhelm show up differently for everyone. But for me and many other busy women I know, overwhelm often leaves me feeling tired and uninspired. I easily get stuck and stop what I'm working on or working towards when I start getting overwhelmed. I want to help you eliminate barriers to success in as many ways as possible. So my topic today involves removing barriers from the way in which you collect leads. Let's remove any tech, creativity, or resource barriers. And when I say collect leads, I'm referring to your pipeline of potential customers and clients. No, I'm not talking about followers on your social media channels, because you actually know very little about the individuals behind those likes, shares, and comments. They might be the right people, but if Facebook or Instagram disappeared tomorrow, would you have a way to find those people again? Mind-blowing, right? I know I said this podcast was designed to reduce overwhelm, and now I throw out some info that has your blood pressure rising. Let's just calm down. I promise it will all make sense, and I'll be sharing a few easy methods that are low-tech and low-stress ways to collect leads and hold on to them for future use. But before we can do that, we need to talk about leads and the info you need before we dive into the ways to go about getting it. If social media doesn't make for a database you can own, what does? You have to build up your Rolodex or address book or list of contacts. Whatever you want to call it, you need to create your own file of names, emails, and even phone numbers of the people you know have an interest in what you do so you can find and reach them whenever you want. Now you can go old school with paper and pen, but I highly recommend going digital with a spreadsheet or go fully automated with an email service provider or CRM system. CRM stands for Customer Relationship Management and is a specific set of software you purchase to automate a variety of services in a business. CRM systems are an excellent investment and offer some serious functionality. If you have one, you probably don't have a use for this episode because they are most definitely not low-tech. Today I want to focus in on ways to collect and store leads that are more grassroots and entry-level. One thing that's really important to note before we dive in is that there are a lot of rules and laws regarding personal information. The FTC provides guidelines on the type of information you can and cannot collect from individuals and also the requirements for obtaining the data and the permissions associated with using the data. 
With the online nature of business, we have a duty to protect our own information as well as the information provided to us from others. And I am by no means a legal expert, but I encourage you to check into these rules before you really get started. Now that that's out of the way, let's dive into three low-tech ways to start collecting leads today. If you are a busy woman who spends a lot of time on her feet, then let me tell you about Rothy's. Rothy's are comfortable and cute shoes that are sustainably made. They offer flats and sneakers in a variety of styles that are perfect for work or with a pair of jeans. Now, I'll be honest and say that I was a little surprised at the price tag at first, but I went with the simple pointed toe black flats, and I have yet to purchase another pair of black flats since. They are comfortable, durable, and even machine washable. I've had mine for over two years now, and they still look brand new. Take $20 off your first pair of shoes from Rothy's when you visit AaronKraber.com forward slash podcast. Your feet, your back, and the environment will thank you. Holding an enter to win or sweepstakes is a very simple way to collect information. It can be as elaborate or as basic as you can manage. A low-tech way to execute an enter to win involves a few key steps. The first thing is, of course, creating the prize or offering. You want it to be something that will pique their interest and worthy of them sharing a little bit of their personal information with you. Ideas could include a gift basket of items from your business, a specialty service you offer, a unique experience, or a prize you purchase just for the specific intent of giving it away. If you have a brick-and-mortar store or are able to utilize an in-person event to collect leads, you can create a simple display to promote the prize. You can go low-budget with simple pen and paper or create an official enter-to-win form with lines of text that ask for name, email, and phone number. When a potential lead completes the form, place it into a basket or box to serve as their opportunity to win. Once you are ready to execute the prize drawing, don't throw those papers away. Enter the information into a really simple spreadsheet with Excel or Google Sheets, and now you have a list of leads for future use. A really great example of this in action is a bridal fair something you might have seen advertised or attended yourself before you tied the knot. A bridal fair is typically a huge event with vendors of all kinds there to meet brides-to-be and show off their services. A florist is a good example of a local brick-and-mortar business who is highly likely to attend an event like this to promote their business. Now, if I were a flower shop, I would create an enter-to-win that would fit the needs of a bride on her wedding day. I would create a display featuring sample bouquets with a sweepstakes offering every visitor to your display an opportunity to win something like a free toss bouquet with the purchase of your services on their wedding day. You know that the bride's bouquet is a big deal, and so is the tradition of throwing one during the reception. You have the ability to create something beautiful she will need at a very minimal cost to you in exchange for her information and hopefully her business. Even if every person you get to provide their information doesn't choose you this time, you now have their information and can reach out with other services you offer outside of their wedding needs. There are a lot of low-tech and very user-friendly ways to collect leads online. One very simple way is with a free email service provider like MailChimp or MailerLite. With these services, you'll create an online exchange via email and then store the email information you collect within the system for future use. A great way to start collecting information from buyers or interested customers is to create a special offer that can only be obtained if they provide their contact information. 
I'm sure you've seen these often when you've been shopping online. It's that box that pops up offering 10 or 20% off, but the only way to take advantage of the offer is to provide your personal contact information. The offer is then delivered direct to your email for you to use within minutes. It's super friendly to the customer, but also highly effective for you as the business to use as a point of entry to build an email list. You might be wondering if offering a discount is a good idea. And that's a great question because oftentimes I will say, no, it's not except for in the case of building an email list. According to Shopify, 97% of retailers use discounting as their top sales tactic. And Juniper Research states that by 2022, digital coupon redemptions will top $91 billion. If a discount isn't something you're interested in, other options include a free gift with purchase or even exclusive access to a special product or service, like a pre-sale or a waiting list. Let's stick with the example of the bridal fair and use a photographer this time. As a photographer, I would want to encourage brides-to-be to visit my online portfolio and view my work. By using one of these email service providers, I would create a simple pop-up box for my portfolio and advertise a discount on engagement photos or maybe a free 8x10 in exchange for their information. These are items that are very low cost, but pique the interest of the potential customer. Again, even if they don't purchase now, you can retarget them for future products or services. The third way to collect leads can be done regardless of the product or service you provide, and that is a survey. A very simple online survey allows you to gather opinions and feedback in addition to basic contact information. You don't even need a website to execute this one, and you can push out surveys through any number of channels, including social media. Free survey tools like SurveyMonkey or Google Forms are great for online data collection, or even a quick one-pager that someone can complete with pen and paper. So what does your survey need to be about? Honestly, it can be about anything, but it's definitely best for it to be something that's logically tied to your brand or biz. There is power in data, and the more you know about your customers, the better you'll be able to serve them. Ask a few questions about problems they might be facing preferences for certain products, or buying habits. And don't forget the important demographic information, including name, email, and phone. Those are my three proven methods to start the lead collection process. Next comes understanding what you can do with the info you now have. If you don't currently have an email system, I highly, highly recommend getting started with a service that offers a free option. Two that I have personally used are MailChimp and MailerLite. They offer all the templates and tutorials you'll need to get your list set up. And really, the only thing you need to do to get started is an email address. Don't have an email for your business? Get one. Gmail is a very user-friendly and low-tech option, and it's free, so you can create a simple yourbusinessname at gmail.com in minutes. Is it perfect? Maybe not, but it's a great way to get started. Email marketing is a marketing strategy that involves sending emails to your target audience. It's one of the best ways to turn prospects into buyers and one-off customers into engaged and loyal customers. In my experience, investing in a fully integrated email automation system paid for itself within the first month. Your email marketing strategy can include sending weekly newsletters, promotional emails, and special deals for customers. You can communicate as little or as often as you like. 
It allows you to create a relationship with your audience and build loyalty to your brand. Again, it can be as elaborate or as basic as you want it to be. But the most important thing to do is start. Start collecting those leads. It can be a piece of paper on a clipboard or an Excel file on your computer, but start building a database of people you can turn into customers. Not just followers on your Instagram page, but true leads you can reach out to in a more personal way with the information they are sure to want. I hope this episode was helpful in breaking down any barriers you might have around collecting leads and building a database of contacts. This is an important topic, so I plan to go deeper on this in future episodes. This really only scratched the surface, and email marketing is a whole other world of opportunity. So start with an enter to win, a special offer, or a survey. Try one or try all three, but just give it a try. I would love to hear about which option you choose and your results. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Motherhood Merged. I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I love putting it together. If you want to know when new episodes drop, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice so the newest episodes are automatically there and ready to enjoy. And if you want to help the show grow and reach more women who can benefit from hearing what I share, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review or share this episode with a friend. Super easy. Take a screenshot, post to your stories with a key takeaway or two, and don't forget to tag me at Aaron underscore Kraber, and I'll be sure to shout you out in return. Until next time, stay sane, my friends.